Hello, and welcome to the Keep It Local Maine podcast, where we tell the stories of local business owners, artists, and entrepreneurs, and learn more about what they do, who and what inspires them, their challenges, successes, and more. My name is Todd Regalinski. And I am Kimberly Regalinski. And we are the publishers of Keep It Local Maine, a magazine that helps to showcase local businesses to the people in and around their communities. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast that you can subscribe to on most streaming services such as Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and others. You can learn more about us at keepitlocalmaine.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube through the links in the show notes. In this episode, we'll be talking with Dr. Jessica Morin and Irina Bashan from Freedom MD. Dr. Jess has worked as a physician for over 20 years and has experience in primary care, walk-in and urgent care, hospital medicine, aesthetics, and substance use disorder treatment. Irina has worked in healthcare for 12 years. She obtained certification with the Leadership Development Institute in 2016 and is passionate about growing small businesses. At Freedom MD, they are committed to providing elite care with a personalized touch through their concierge medical service as well as their in-clinic aesthetic services. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Weather is getting warmer and it's project planning season, which means you should call Maine Commercial Contracting, your locally owned choice for residential and commercial services in southern Maine. They'll be there for that new driveway, walkway, or excavation for your home and for your business with parking lot paving, road milling, heavy hauling, and competitive commercial pricing. So when you need your project done right and on your timeline, get a hold of the company with the appetite for excellence and the skills to see it through. Call Maine Commercial Contracting at 207-391-0540 for a free estimate or find them online at maincommercialcontracting.com. Welcome to the show, Dr. Jess and Irina. We're so glad to have you here today. Thank you. We're happy to be here too. Yes, thanks for coming. So um, I'm so excited because this is, you, you guys have some really unique things that are happening and we really wanted to help share that. So Irina, can you tell us what was the light bulb moment for you in starting a concierge medical service? Well, um, I'm originally from Russia, and something that I saw a lot of in my life was the way that medical services were run out there. And quite honestly, America does it a lot better, but they do have this one concept that like you call a doctor over to your house, and it seemed to be very comfortable for people because Mm -hmm. they didn't have to worry about going anywhere or Mm. fitting it into their day. For me, it never was a thing that I thought about until I had a friend who said, you know, I have four kids at home and I really can't make it out and I really need to just, I'm going to stay home and I'm going to get better in the next, you know, four days, five days, I'm going to sleep it off, whatever. And it kind of clicked for me where like, why could we not just go there and see if we can help the patient or the person who's you know suffering who's going to just sleep it off because they have too many kids at home and can't make their way out to a clinic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would I would echo that too. Yeah. Um you know, back in the 1800s and early 1900s, we made house calls as doctors mm-hmm. and medical professionals. You know, babies were born at home. There was all kinds of care being done at the comfort of the patient's uh, mm-hmm. home. And I think we also wanted to bring that back. You know, let's get back to grassroots and what is really meaningful, which is taking care of patients and giving them really good care. And that's what we need. And I'm just going to guess that part of the, the way that that kind of turned away from home visits to more of an office thing, would that have to do with just the equipment that was necessary or was it, you know, further specialization, like the lack of the, you know, the old, the old school country doctor who, you know, everything fit into that little black satchel. Um, <laughs> right. 
it was it was it that kind of that or is it just the way the industry itself progressed yeah you know that's an excellent question I think it's a combination. So, you know, the medical system has evolved in such a way that it's very business oriented. Mm -hmm. And what's happened is there's the doctor or the nurses or PA and the patient, but then there's this, this big elephant in the room that is business and structure and hoops that you have to jump through to take care of a patient. And we wanted to try to pare that down and clear the muddied water that um, the business of medicine has evolved to that. And we wanted mm -hmm. to try to clear that. Um, so they can just really be about, I'm seeing you, I'm taking care of what needs to be taken care of. You fully understand. I don't need to stare at a computer and not give you any eye contact. I don't need to make sure I check 15 boxes and ask you, you know, mm. every single time I see you, mm. what are your allergies again? I mean, obviously we'll do things that are safe, but there's certain structural things that have been imposed in medicine that have really eroded the doctor patient relationship. Mm -hmm. And we want to revive that. We want to give that back to mm -hmm. uh, our patients and we want to make it much more personalized. I feel that in medicine today, sometimes you don't even get to see your own doctor and you're sort of rushed in, rushed out. You maybe have five minutes with the doctor, even though your appointment might be 15 or 20 minutes long. You don't get all the questions you need answered. Um, and this way, we kind of take out that middle person and we can afford to stay by the bedside and talk to you or, or on your couch, you know, and, and discuss yeah. things and really make sure you understand, make sure that we are sharing in the vision of your care and that it's not mm -hmm. being, you know, forced uh, upon you or that mm -hmm. you're being, you know, given a paper and you go, wait, what was this? We didn't even talk about this. So we want right. to try to eliminate the sterility of medicine that's kind of evolved over the years. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And I imagine it also has to help that there's such an ease of accessing information, you know, a portability of information and knowledge that you can have with you now in going on a house call as opposed to, you know, well, I don't have the book where I can look this up. Now it's like, oh, wait a minute. I have the entirety of human knowledge in my pocket uh, and I can get cat videos. So <laughs> right. this, is, this is great for everyone concerned. You can relax and I can look up the information I need, you know, and right. everyone wins. Yeah. Um, I imagine that has to help a little bit as well. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. But, you know, there's also an art to medicine and, and experience. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I have over 20 years of experience. I've worn many hats. I've been an army physician. I've been a hospitalist. I've been in private practice doing primary care as well as aesthetics. I've been a medical director of urgent care and walk-in addiction medicine. So I have a variety of experiences. Mm -hmm. um, and so we will bring that to the table as well. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, obviously... Um, um, looking things up, verifying medication interactions, those are now at your fingertips. But there's a lot of misinformation out there as well, or confusion. Um, you know, we all sort of chuckle in medicine like, oh, Dr. Google, um, Google's oh, yeah. great, but sometimes you can really <laughs> scare the pants off of people. Yeah. You know, they yeah. look up their symptoms and they think they're dying. And so, you know, we're going to bring to the table almost like an interpretation of what's out there so that they understand, oh, I'm not going to die. It's okay. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I just need to do X, Y, and Z and I'll start feeling better. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, it, it, it's a blessing and a curse. So we just have to walk that fine line. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I Googled my symptoms once and I found out I had died five years before that. So it was, right? <laughs> exactly. It was like, I wish someone had just told me. I, yeah. I could have yeah. been resting this whole time. Uh, so Dr. Jess, uh, what are some of the, the things that you can treat through this service? Yeah. So with the concierge medicine, there's some pretty basic, straightforward things like infections, infections in the skin, which which are termed cellulitis, or sometimes that's evolved into an abscess or a boil. Um, So we would be able to treat that. Ear infections, throat infections, sinus infections. um, So the whole host of infections, you know, we would be able to address. Uh, We can also help with strains and sprains and even broken bones. I think the one limitation for us would be if the bone has been displaced um, so we can still care for you, but we will also include specialist care. So we'll refer to our orthopedic colleagues who can better manage displaced bones and, and set them versus doing surgery. We can even do mild dehydration. You know, if you've had a GI bug and you're just not feeling very well, we would be able to place an IV while in the comfort of your home and give you fluids to get you feeling better. And even some potentially IV medication. We can also help with chronic conditions. So if you have gout and you're having a gouty flare, uh, which is you know inflammation in a joint, uh, we would be able to treat that. COPD, which is chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, which is often seen in folks with smoking use. So we can help if that flares. We can do courtesy medication refills. So let's say you're new to the area and you are going to get a primary care doctor, but you might not be able to get in for several months. We'll be able to pinch hit for that physician or provider. The one exception would be we, we will probably not be doing any controlled substances uh, just because of the opioid crisis that we've, as a country, have found ourselves in as well as the state. So yeah, a variety of things. If there is something that we're unsure of, we will still um, engage with the patient, potentially over the phone or telehealth versus in person. And it may be that what we do is uh, consultative. And what I mean by that is we assess and say, you know, this is something where we really need more intensive care that would be outside the scope of an urgent care clinic. And so we would be talking about potentially um, helping that patient to get to an emergency room. So there's no door that can't be opened for us as far as we're willing to see you and help you. Uh, it may be that uh, it's beyond our scope, but we will still come out and see you and take care of you as the best that we can. And if we can't do it, we'll find someone who can. That's great. That's amazing. So you also have a division called Freedom MD Lux that offers aesthetic services. Can you describe for our listeners that don't know what aesthetics is, what are some of the services that you offer through Lux? Yeah. So, so like Rena, you and I have talked about how aesthetics is making you just shine. You know, it's bringing oh, out yeah. the best in you and matching how you feel inside with your external person. And so the services that we have are meant to just enhance, you know, we're not, you're not going to come in and look like Kim Kardashian. That's, that's a little unrealistic. And honestly, <laughs> Unless you already not, look like her. <laughs> well, yes, if you already look like her, it's okay. Um, but we certainly don't want folks, 
you know, literally changing the way they look completely and, and then they become unrecognizable. So our goal is just to make sure that you feel good, that you look the best that you can and that, you know, that you're happy. I mean, that's what, what to me, that's what aesthetics is all about. So Irina, can you tell us more about some of the services that you offer? What, what those, what those are? So we actually have a pretty wide menu. We do ask that patients that are new to our clinic start with a consultation because at the end of the day, our providers are the ones that truly can help them. They can decide that they want a chemical peel, but if their skin isn't right for that, then you know it's not the right option. So things like that, I mean, all of our consultations are free. They're always with a provider, so they get to talk about health first of their skin and then anything that helps them look better. But Mm -hmm. as far as services go, you know, we have things like facials. So a hydrofacial, which is like a wet back for your face. It's good for everybody. Um, Mm -hmm. We have other facials. So a very smaller, you know, minor peel and then other more intense chemical peels that help your skin kind of rejuvenate. We do microneedling, which helps with acne scarring and other types of scarring. It also helps revitalize the skin. Obviously, we do neurotoxins and dermal fillers. So, you know, all those wrinkles that people don't like, that's the kind of stuff that we do. We also carry Latisse for people who are struggling with their eyelash length. We have... IV hydration. So it's more of the, I want to feel a little better and less of the medical and clinical type of stuff that Jess was talking about from the Freedom MD perspective. Mm-hmm. And then we are newly getting a body contouring laser. So we will be offering that in the next, I would say, two, three weeks, um, nice. which is going to be really cool because what we can do with that is burn fat and work muscle. So people who want to lose inches can do that. People who want to build muscle tone can do that. And yeah, I would say that's probably a good overview of kind of what we carry. That sounds amazing. Sign me up. I, you know, <laughs> I was I was fully prepared to just go, okay, these are all really cool. Then I heard wet vac for your face. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to do that. that. You should. That sounds fascinating. Let's go do it and we'll together. have to do that for like we'll have to do that for Instagram because that will be hilarious. Yeah, let's go do it. That would be awesome. We should no, you know what we should do is a vampire facial. That would be oh. really cool, which is what she's oh, talking with the micro needling. The micro oh what's that? Yeah, using have you guys heard of PRP? No. It's plasma rich um oh shoot, what does the other P stand for? Plasma rich. Platelets, thank you. So basically, we take a little bit of your blood, we spin it down to separate the components of your blood, and then you end up with plasma, which is like this kind of yellowy liquid, um, and it has platelets in it. And then those are then used to help uh, through microneedling, and so tiny little injections that are very superficial to stimulate skin growth, collagen growth. Mm. So it can really help resurface your skin. So if you have like Irina was saying, scarring, uh, things of that nature that will stimulate kind of regrowth in those areas, you know, not regrowth necessarily with skin itself, but with the components of the skin, like the collagen. Mm -hmm. That's Hmm. so cool. Well, and at our party, that's what we're going to be talking about is all these services and kind of teaching the difference between how they can help everybody. So Mm. anybody that shows up, that's 
kind of what we're going to be doing right now. I just went through a list, but people like Dr. Jess are really good about talking about why you'd want each of these things. Yeah, yeah. That's great. It's it, it's fascinating for me to listen to this stuff because uh, you know, as, I mean, I've I've never looked into any of this stuff. So to me, I'm hearing this, I'm like, whoa, you can do what? That yeah. is cool. I just want to si- sign me up for everything. Um, <laughs> but since uh, Irina, you just mentioned it, uh, let's let's skip and talk about. You guys have a uh, a grand opening coming up, and I believe it's July twenty second, and this is going to be in Saco. Can you tell us about that and what you have planned? Well, we really are a biggest objective is we want to introduce people to the services that we offer. What mm. we've noticed is most patients that come through our doors don't really know what filler is. They think that it's just for enhancing lips like Kylie Jenner, but in reality, you know, we use it for rejuvenating people's face as they age, for reconstructing places where they've had loss. Like it's used for so many different things, which, you know, Dr. Jess can talk more about because I don't know all the different um, uses, but that's the purpose is we're going to have our medical staff Mm. talking about, you know, the different services and how they work, what the risks are, what the awesome things are that you get out of them um, Mm -hmm. between our lasers and our fillers and toxins and injectables and everything else. That's, that's definitely the objective above all else is to kind of teach. But we will also have giveaways and really cool stuff and you can meet us. And I'd like to think that our team is a pretty fun team. So (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. We're excited. Yeah. And we will have appetizers and some drinks. And um, so we're going to try to make it festive. It won't be totally serious. It'll be fun, too. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that that ought to be what it is. Absolutely. I mean, maybe it's just my own uh, ignorance of this stuff. But this is very interesting, but it's also kind of fun. It's yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So to put it mildly, medical workers over the last few years have been stretched. How have you personally been able to stay in the industry? So that's another a really great question. I think resilience has been an issue mm-hmm. nationwide or probably worldwide, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and both Irina and myself, you know, worked through a big chunk of the pandemic. And, you know, hours went from eh, maybe working a 50-hour work week to, you know, 70-hour work week, 80-hour mm-hmm. work week, not getting mm-hmm. the weekends off. It, it was really, really scary and chaotic in the beginning, you know, I think March 13th was when all of a sudden my world just went upside down as a provider Mm -hmm. and as a human being, you know, things just shutting Mm -hmm. down, people being scared and people seeking answers. And so coming in to be seen or just to discuss things, to understand Mm -hmm. what's happening, what, what do I need to know about COVID and so forth. But to answer your question with resilience, what I have found that has worked for me. Um, and again, I've, like I had mentioned before, I've practiced over 20 years now and I've had times when it's, I've been what I would call burnt out. Um, mm-hmm. but what I always bring myself back to is the notion of helping people and really mm-hmm. it's no matter the capacity, but helping people actually brings value to my life. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like even if you're just sitting there and lending a shoulder, 
for somebody to cry on it and you're not giving medications, you're not manipulating, you know, their joint to feel better or doing any true service. You're just listening and Mm -hmm. offering condolences or or whatever the situation might be. But that brings value for me um, that I can somehow give back, but also working with other people, you know, in the medical industry. So what I would term as team members or teammates Mm -hmm. um, and that we sort of have lifted each other up. Irina definitely has done that for me. um, And I hope I've done that for her too. And we, you know, we expect excellence from each other. And so if I'm kind of feeling overwhelmed and, you know, questioning, you know, what am I doing? Irina has really lifted me up and said, you know, I expect great things from you. And, And I go, yeah, I can do this, you know, and this isn't so bad. Um, and it may sound trivial, but it, you know, having somebody else say, you got this, you can do mm-hmm. it. Who's also right beside you with, you know, the sleeves rolled up and getting really dirty in there. And, you know, when they look at you and say, you can do it too. And I believe in you that that really speaks volumes. And the other thing is, you know, watching this pandemic unfold and people really being afraid. That's, there's been a lot of fear that's come out of this and knowing that they just need to talk with somebody. They need to talk through their symptoms. They need to know what the risks are. And I've always had the goal of, I'm going to take care of you like I take care of my mom or my brother or my daughter. Mm. And I've always tried to personalize the way I care for people. And knowing that they feel like their questions have been answered and that they understand the process, they know what to do next, they know what to do if it's not working, you know, and that they can reach back out. Um, that's kind of kept me in the game. So I guess mm. the long, long answer mm-hmm. short, it's really about connecting with people. Mm. Um, that mm-hmm. That is what has kept me going all these years and, and especially during the pandemic. Mm. Yeah. And if I were to boil it down to just a couple statements on that, it's really about our why. Why are we even in this field? Why did we even start into this field? Just had to go through how many years of schooling to do it and then residency and all of that. Why did we even go down this path? And the answer really does come down to the fact that we want to help. And when we are able to help is when we fill our hearts with whatever we need it filled with. And that's, I mean, it's for me, it's for Jess, it's for all of our other providers. That's really what we care about. And being able to create an organization where we can do that better or do it in a way that affects more people, that's really what we seeked out to do. That's awesome. Yeah. So one of the questions that we kind of like to uh, to finish up with here is a question that there's a ton of answers to, and quite honestly, we haven't gotten them all. So we're just going to keep on asking the question um, <laughs> until we do. But for each of you, how would you each define success, either either personally, professionally, or both? So for me, it's interesting. Success. Let me just start by saying, you know, our country is obsessed with defining success as how wealthy a person is Mm -hmm. or by how profitable a business is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I definitely agree. It's good to have financial stability. By all means, that's really important. But, you know, I personally would challenge that notion and consider defining success as how you've impacted others' lives. You know, Mm -hmm. have you made a difference in other people's lives? You know, have you improved their lives in some way? 
and I, I just feel, you know, on your tombstone, it's not going to say, I should have worked harder. I should have made an extra 10 grand. You know, it's, it's really going to be about how you, you connected with people again. And I, I probably sound like a broken record, but you know, success is much more than uh, how much money you make or how wealthy you are. It's, it's, it's really goes beyond that. And it's making an impact, honestly. Mm -hmm. How about you, Irina? I think I definitely agree with Jess. And I would probably say it a little bit differently, where for me, when I ask myself, what does it mean that I've been successful? It's that I have at least come close to achieving my mission in life. And I think that's different for everybody. But I often ask myself, why am I on this earth? And what am I meant to do? And to me, success would be being able to check that off and say, I've done it. Mm, love that. So one of the other questions that we that we love to ask, because we are confessed uh, inspiration junkies, is who or what inspires you, but, you know, personally or professionally? So for me, um, who inspires me the most is my mom. She passed away in September of 2021 from a terminal brain cancer. And, you know, even though she's not on this earthly plane, I, she's all around me. And, you know, the birds I see in the trees, the butterflies, you know, you name it, I, I see her everywhere. And she was a woman that lived her life so positively. She was always trying to help people. But the other thing is she was never afraid to take chances. And I've lived probably most of my life very risk averse and very nervous, very tentative with doing new things, taking uh, up different challenges that would be outside my comfort zone, where she she wasn't like that. And when this opportunity came about to go into business with Irina and Jackie, I could just hear my mom going, what are you waiting for? Do it. <laughs> and so, so I live my life with just do it, man. So, um, so I thank my mom for that. And, and, you know, again, she's not, you know, with me physically, but she will uh, always inspire me. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm sure she's couldn't be more proud. You know, I, I I'm getting all choked up. It's not really a good podcast until Kim has a cry. It, we've learned this over the years. Oh my gosh, I'm getting all choked up. Okay, I'm better now. <laughs> Irina, how about you? Well, I wish I could attribute inspiration to like one thing in my life. But I think if I were because while Jess was talking, I was thinking and thinking, <laughs> I, for me, I think it comes down to I, um, as a personality, I'm definitely more on the, uh, I don't know, stoic side. I know, my husband always tells me I need to look at things more positively and things like that. And I call myself a realist. But like, I guess sometimes I definitely can be a little bit too intense. And one thing I work on in myself, in my life, probably for the last, I don't know, decade is I know this about myself. So when I meet people, I try to appreciate them for what they bring to the table. And when I appreciate somebody for what they are and what special thing they have inside them, I am able to be inspired by those things. So Somebody who I typically maybe wouldn't be friends with or wouldn't connect with, if I can just appreciate what they are, I am inspired by that one piece of them. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I think 
coming down to it, I'm inspired by my team. I'm in- inspired by the people around me. They all are so different and so wonderfully made. And so, I don't know, they, they bring a different piece of themselves to everything. And if we didn't have all this difference, then we would be in a really boring world. So Absolutely. I'm inspired by that. I love that. Yeah. No, I think that's great. And as as someone who, you know, as Kim Will would attest to, I'm sure under oath, uh, that uh, I, even though I consider myself an optimist, uh, I've definitely struggled with uh, kind of projecting that positivity out into the world sometimes when we're having conversations. So it makes sense. It, well, it, there is that, there is that balance, but it, like you, it, it's something that I, I, I've had to work on. And so that totally rings true for me, what you're saying. I, I, I totally get it. Well, uh, Dr. Jess and Irina, thank you so much for yes. taking time out of your day to talk with us. And also a uh, shout out to Jackie, who couldn't yes. join us. Uh, hopefully her internet gets uh, installed. And, uh, <laughs> and we'll, when, we, uh, when we talk to you guys again, we can, we can have all three of you on here. Absolutely. But, but thank you so much. And congratulations on your business. And we're looking forward to the grand opening on the 22nd. And uh, we'll have links to... Uh, your website and social media pages, all of that in the show notes. So uh, folks can go to that. I believe the website, if I'm not getting this wrong, is freedommd.us. Yeah. Uh, but thank you again. And we wish you great success in the coming year. And yes. uh, and thank you for, for doing something that is really, it is genuinely helping people and, yes. and kind of putting that personal touch back into, into yes. medicine. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you guys both. We really appreciate the time with you. Once again, we'd like to thank our sponsor and encourage you to check them out through the link in the show notes. And thank you again for listening.